0: Amateur Drinking, Professional Drinking by Birdie Buddies. If you want to hit them straight out there, please check out Fairway Rolling every week, available on Spotify.
1: Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches.
0: But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know
2: about this juicy gem of a detour. Why don't you explain to the audience what you've done here? Set the the table for this debacle you've arranged. Well, you know, you, you get busy.
0: Holiday weekend. Got a little relaxed. Started messaging Jason Flynn about coming on the show today. I may or may not have told him 30 minutes earlier than what I meant to say. And we get the pleasure, nay, the honor of Jason Flynn starting the show with us today. Jason Flynn from Soccer Cards United from Ireland. How are you?
1: Hello, Mike. Hello, Jesse. Sorry for any uh, confusion I caused by being on at the time you asked me to come on uh, the show. It's great to be back. What happened to your nose?
2: What happened? What's wrong with it? <gasps> His face is busted.
0: Oh, no. Did um, you get in a my fight, nose... bro? Did someone say something about soccer cards? Oh, pub You fight. should
1: see the other soccer card collector. Um, <laughs> Enzo? No, uh... Is it Enzo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's been trouble in the Soccer United camp. It's oh, come to God. blows. And um, No, I just had a little mishap where I was drinking some... Uh, uh, Cool. Uh, Do you say brand names on this show? Coca Cola, of uh, course. Uh, and uh, so I didn't know if you had a deal with Pepsi or whatever. So, um, so I was drinking some Coca Cola, and I, I accidentally I, I was overzealous, and I tipped the other side of the glass into my nose. And apparently, I have a very hard nose. And this cannot it, be the true story. The glass, this is this literally cannot just happened be true. an hour and a half ago. Yeah, for sure. What you you pour, yeah. you poured a glass was of Coke like a, into
0: your mouth too hard. Was there like a gallon of rum in it?
1: <laughs> no, it was regular. Uh, uh, here's a cup. Obviously, the listener can't see this, but I went like this, like that, and then this part of the cup hit yeah. my nose like that. Yeah, chipped and lodged itself in my nose, so I, I could see something on my on my nose from my eyes. Took You it, have glass like, in your face. Well, it's gone now,
0: but it, okay,
1: it left a hole, and the hole was bleeding, so I had to put a plaster on.
0: A plaster, wow, don't you call it we don't call them no band aid, ba- sorry, or Band-Aid. Brand. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, okay, yeah.
0: okay. <laughs> don't you dare apologize, I like plaster anyway. This is a heck of a way to start the show, though. I, I appreciate I it, I don't care for it. Um, we do have like an actual really uh, I think it's a very interesting subject, uh, about when to buy cards. We'll get into that maybe later. I think at this point, since we already have Jason, let's talk about like soccer F1, something that listeners want to know more about. I'm
2: not starting with that, okay, um, cool. <laughs> The Celtics, <laughs> you, you saw the game last night, Jason. Or you heard about the game, at no, least but I, I'm I, sure.
1: I heard about it. Game seven. Whoa, Here's he the thing.
2: Let me just tell you this right now. When you're down 0-3 and you make a historic run to tie it up 3-3, if you're not going to finish the series, you lose, you have the dignity and the self-respect to lose game six. You don't drag it all the way back to Boston to then lose in front of your home crowd <sighs> without even showing up. I don't want to hear about a little tweaked ankle. Tighten your freaking shoelaces. Everybody, know. everybody knows this is what you do. You roll your ankle. You tighten your shoelace. Yep. You get back on the court and you play. Like, you play. I thought he played fine afterward. Did he played w- fine. Did you watch the game? No, no,
0: no. I'm just saying, like, I don't think the actual ankle was a problem afterward. I don't was, think you can blame the ankle. I think it was just not great. The whole
2: team played, like, absolute crap. Uh, yeah. three point shooting is what I'd imagine you could shoot the ball, like from behind the arc, to be honest, just pathetic. What was your, I asked defense, you last night, garbage, I said, could no I hit heart? a three pointer? I said one in 20, that is which so is so ab- insane, which me. is about as well as they shot last night. No, no heart coach from the start, just garbage play, zero defense, zero hustle, whining about every missed call. I have one rooting interest in sports left in the world. Literally, it's a Celtics team. And this is what they do. they doing this to you. Find a way to trade Jalen Brown for Damian Lillard.
0: Oh, I loved. So I do feel bad because Jason's now just watching Jason this loves, talk. But, Jason
2: loves basketball.
0: But at this point, I no, do have to
2: reference. Don't worry about
1: me. I'm a basketball freak. See? There's <laughs> <lives laughs> above the rim. There has to be so much Get sarcasm. Get to Boston. That's what I say. See, he's, always, he's been he saying that for years. He loves,
0: Dame. Um, last night, you made so many comments of any time Brown bounces the ball, dribbles, dribbles the ball <laughs> more than two or three times, he was going to make it. No, the rule up. is this.
2: If Jalen Brown dribbles more than three times, it's a turnover or a missed shot. And like you were freaking so clockwork. accurate. It was insane. You, in your uneducated, child, bug-eyed owl <laughs> face, even you could see this. I, yes or no you could say i it. don't
0: know what to make of
2: the oh, i'm here that was the most hurtful thing it wasn't even a dude a i game don't seven, have bug eyes though that's what you got out of that comment game seven is like the best thing in sports game seven in boston garden i know it's td bank north nobody cares you've even been there i've been game there. game seven and you don't show up i've listened. it's just a, you're it, preaching honestly, to the choir it, it was it was despicable Eh, so Simmons, I, Simmons was in the audience, flew across the country to take his old man there. I did not listen to that. Sorry, boss. I have not listened to that podcast yet. I am guessing he is all about blowing that team up now, and I'm fine with it. I think everybody watched the
0: meme of him just looking completely yeah. <laughs> blown apart inside. I feel so bad. Um, I do want to say, though, if they played like that, I'm glad they lost because it would not be an entertaining championship game. Thank you. Because the Nuggets would not have stood for it. They would have destroyed them in four.
2: That's that's my
0: opinion. Say what you will.
2: I was also getting ready to dump all my Jason Tatum cards. I said, if they win this game, I'm not going to wait for them to win a championship. I will now dump everything then. Instead, okay. those cards are going back in the closet.
1: All right. All right Jason Flynn's here. Do Jason whatever.
0: Flynn, now, what do you have to say about any of that before we get into sports of your world?
1: Um, I just think, you know, I think it's it's all good for the game of basketball, you know? It's maximum okay. drama. Someone has to lose. And uh, I'm just, what a, what a finals this is turning out to be, huh? <laughs> oh,
2: boy. Okay. What is going on in the world
0: of soccer? Tell us, tell, tell us what's happening. What do we need to care about?
1: Um, well, we're wrapping up the season uh, around the European leagues. Um, we had a kind of an implosion um, in Germany uh, just the weekend gone Borussia Dortmund who have produced an awful lot of very popular hobby players like Erling Haaland was there Jude Bellingham was there is there now Um, Kari Madiemi is another young star has a top scrum rookie card very popular guy Borussia Dortmund were in position to win the German championship which is called the Bundesliga and uh, all they had to do was beat a mid-table team with nothing left to play for on the last day um, and they would have won they were at home they were in front of 80,000 of their own fans and they managed to uh, completely blow it. They drew 2 all and lost the league on goal difference, which means uh, they had uh, essentially just, you know, thrown away their best chance to win the league in the last ter- 12, 13 years, something like that. So they pulled a real um, Celtics. That was highly disappointing. Would. A real Celtics. Yep. That's what I was thinking of while Michael's was <laughs> talking about the Celtics. I was like, sounds like yep. Borussia Dortmund to me.
0: Is it true that soccer cards right now are low in value or... They're they're lower than they have been recently,
1: and um, but I think in general the the soccer card market is just very spread right now. But we are seeing some exceptions, and um, we're seeing Erling Haaland uh, is has just won the Premier League. Uh, he broke these all sorts of single season records, um, both for his team Manchester City and for the league as well. Uh, he got the most goal contributions uh, in a single Premier League season ever. Um, the previous one was held by French legend Thierry Henry. Um, that means he got the most combined goals and assists of anybody in the league. And it was a record for, uh, for any season ever. So his cards are doing really, really well because Manchester City have just won the Premier League. They're in the English Cup final against Manchester United. And they're also in the Champions League final, the European final uh, versus Inter Milan. So they're on for a treble. They would only be the second ever English team uh, to win a treble. Manchester United won one uh, previously. Um, so Haaland's prices are doing very, very well. Uh, his colleague, Julian Alvarez at Manchester City, won the World Cup. His uh, cards are doing well. I mean, soccer is still, you know, obviously early, early, early stage. Um, and because, you know, it's just structured differently, it's not structured in that kind of playoffs way. It's very, you know, we have finals, we have semi-finals, all that stuff, but it's not kind of built into the sport that you're necessarily going to have a really exciting part of the season you know, like the Premier League could be finished, like the winner could be confirmed, you know, three weeks before the season ends. So soccer cards are not on fire, but the market is growing all the time. And I think if you look at it in terms of individual uh, individual players' prices, it's easy to be underwhelmed. But if you look at soccer cards in terms of uh, how our share of the market is is growing over time, I'm very, very happy with it.
0: Is there any products coming out? Uh, I guess, in the near future that you're interested in that the audience, if they're soccer collectors, would want to get?
1: Yeah, so and the most exciting one is we've seen Panini bring back uh, Select for soccer this year. So they've had uh, Premier League Select, they've had La Liga Select, which is the Spanish league, uh, and Serie A, which is the Italian league um, as well. They're having a FIFA release too. But Serie A Select is a very interesting one because it has the rookie cards Of the rookie of the year, kind of in European football, which is a Georgian guy, Georgian the country, Georgia the country, not Georgia the state. Um, And this uh, Georgian winger called Kevica Kavatskalia, very hard to say, very hard to spell, uh, but we call him Kavara. And um, Kavara's rookie cards are in Syria Select. He's also going to have some in Chronicles, but that's not out yet. They had a timer on the Panini website for Syria Select to come out on Panini America, and then they got rid of the timer. And it came out through distributors on release day, but no public release on PaniniAmerica.net. And uh, then they've just restarted the timer. And it says, as of this recording, it says it will launch publicly uh, in 22 hours. So I guess that's tomorrow. Oh, wow. Oh, I, that's
0: weird. Because, yeah, I guess that is a little bit of a surprise. I didn't have that on any of my
1: release calendars.
0: So it must have been well, it's last actually, minute it's change. Just,
1: it's just gone back to, I've just refreshed the page and it's gone back to coming soon. So they can't decide whether or not they want to release any to the public or not. But if you can get your hands on a box of uh, Syria A Select, um, if you were looking for a wax a hold maybe or or a fun open, it's stacked with legends. Obviously, the rookie of the year, you could hit his base cards are going for $100 on eBay right now. $100 base card in 2023. Can you believe it? That is actually kind of insane. I don't um, want to believe
2: it.
0: There, we've seen something in the finals where... Obviously the big guys don't have as big of jumps in pricing, but some of the smaller guys that people weren't expecting a lot from have. Uh Derek White, uh, Caleb Martin. There is now the question, what other like what players are there going to be that could do the same thing? Because these are literally doubling. Anybody you can think of that might have that kind of potential that
2: You should have said they are literally doubling. <laughs> See what happened there?
0: Dublin. Because of the Country capital.
1: Yep. I, I'm literally Dublin most days. Um, hey? Although I will say, hey, this weekend far, just Jason. gone, I, I was I was uh, literally Paris because we were in France for the Paris Card Show, and the European Card Show circuit continues uh, to grow and to boom. But is that
2: still gro- it is still growing over there? Huh? The shows are still yeah, doing yeah. well.
1: Yeah, we just we had the first Paris Card Show in October, and we were just at the second one uh, this weekend just gone, and um, it was fantastic. They absolutely love the NBA in France. And it was really? really a basketball card show. Benyama. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, oh, okay. Hey, that's a good point. Is Benyama like, unbelie- is he like the French god over there of basketball?
1: Well, um, they're they're all talking about him. Obviously, he's only in a couple of products so far, but they're all very, very excited about him. Um, I mean, there was guys buying, I can't, I can't think off the top of my head. I know uh, Gobert, is that the French player for the Spurs? Andy Gobert, was a, sure. Yeah. So he was, he was, uh, he's obviously very well liked. Um, but also, there was people buying like, Match or game used like uh, sweatpants, or like you know, warm up sweatpants of of former French NBA players it was crazy. Um, so there was all, all sorts of stuff going on. So I was over there. Um, but in terms of players that might see a dip or might see a, a spike towards the end of the season, we've seen uh, obviously Cavaro, who I mentioned, his teammate at Napoli, uh, Victor Ossumen, uh who's a Nigerian uh, forward uh, for Napoli. He's his cards have seen a big spike as they've won the league and he's kept scoring. Um, we're looking at Jude Bellingham who I mentioned for Borussia Dortmund Uh, he's probably going to move this summer uh, and there's talk of Real Madrid for him so that would be uh, a very popular move for his collectors and um, English fans certainly get very excited about that because he's a kind of young star of uh, of England as well so there's a lot to keep track of
0: Um, there's another F1 uh, obviously F1's going on right now a guy asked a question that I have no idea how to answer so I, I gotta get your take Jason he says, for how much, I'm sorry, how much of an impact do you think the predictable and somewhat boring nature of this year's F1 season is having on pricing and sales?
1: Yeah, no, I, I understand exactly what he means. So right now, if you look at the, uh, the F1 World Championship, so uh, as people may know or may not know, you have two championships going on simultaneously in any F1 season. So you have the Drivers' Championship, which is literally the driver championship who finishes the most points. And then you have the constructors, which is the teams competing against each other. And if you look at the constructors championship right now, uh, Red Bull, which is where Sergio Perez and Max Verstappen drive for Red Bull, Red Bull are on 249 points in the constructors championship. Number two in the constructors is Aston Martin, and they're on 120 points. So that's like more than double between you know first and second place. Max Verstappen and Red Bull in general are dominating the grid. Um, The top two drivers at the moment are Verstappen and Perez, Uh, Sergio Perez's Red Bull teammate. There are obviously always stories in F1, like we saw uh, Esteban Ocon had a good drive in Monaco, and Mercedes are starting to pick up some speed as well, but for a casual fan or for a collector who has some F1 cards or has opened some F1 boxes, the years that the year that F1 cards kicked off was a historic season in F1 and was an incredibly dramatic season. And obviously, if you've seen Drive to Survive, Drive to Survive has cut together all the most dramatic parts of any given season in order to present to you the most dramatic version of the sport. And so if you've kind of gone from those things to trying to follow it week to week, you can be slightly underwhelmed because right now Red Bull are dominant and it's kind of like, overstappen's oh, Verstappen's winning again and it's not even close. Great. Okay. Um, you know. So it's. I understand. I think a competitive sport, uh, an unpredictable sport, lends itself more to uh, changing card prices and exciting changes in card prices. F one right now, doesn't it's a kind of a, a a procession for Red Bull again this year.
0: Okay. Um. I am curious. Uh, I think unless there's anything else, we we can ca- kind of call it there. But I do need to know. At the shows that you go to in Europe. Like Paris or England or wherever you're you're going to them, are there Pokemon and or TCG collectors there?
1: Yeah, so generally um, they'll they run a mix. They'll have sports cards and they'll have they'll have TCG. Like so we were in Paris, there they had like a lot of sports cards. Then they had like some Pokemon, some Magic Gathering, some uh, Fortnite cards as well. And um, generally, if you want to get people through the door at these events, because a lot of them are only in their first or second year, um, you need to have a mix of both. And oftentimes you'll find like in terms of the valuable transactions, the more value, the higher value transactions are taking place at the sports tables, but the footfall is coming more from the TCG. So you might have like 60% of people coming for TCG, but like 90% of the dollar value of the day being done at the sports tables, if that makes sense. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, that makes sense. I was just curious. We I was talking about it with another guy recently, and it's uh, the idea is that these some a lot of these TCGs are not just, you know, country-based, you know, football is a very prominent sport in the U.S., not necessarily everywhere else, but TCGs for a lot of people, it's all over. No, it doesn't matter really what language you speak. It's, there's a version of that card that people are wanting to collect. So I was just curious what the take was over there in the European market. On that,
1: just in terms of the international market, like, as I said, like the NBA and basketball in general is massive in France. Um, it's massive in Spain. The NFL, like NFL cards are massive in Germany. So you have all these little pockets of of interest in, in American sports in continental Europe. Um, so I think if any if anybody from the States or from North America is traveling over to Europe at any point, I, I, it's worth just Googling where you're going, whether it be Paris or London or uh, Munich or anywhere in Germany. Um, and just seeing there's a show on. And if there is a show on, go because it won't just all be like soccer and, you know, uh, Tour de France uh, cycling cards and stuff. It'll be like, you know, you'll see some nfl stuff some nba stuff it'll be good that's pretty cool okay cool I like it
0: jason thank you man appreciate you jumping on um we'll have you back on here before too long hopefully some more exciting things going on in the world of f1 f1 and soccer when we have you back Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Here's the thing. Opening a show with two sports that are the least popular in the U.S. is not what you always want to do. Um, no, No, that's no slight on Jason. He was here doing exactly what we wanted of him. It was just... I was really hoping for something going on in that realm. We've had a couple of people reach out saying, oh yeah, what's an update on soccer and stuff like that. Other than the fact that right now, according to card letter, it's down like almost 12% for the last month, which is the most of any category on there. I didn't really know what else to say about it. And I was hoping he was going to give some kind of hopeful insight, but not a lot. And I could only imagine what was going through your head.
2: I got up to get a monster.
0: I not his fault. <laughs> um, you're, you're trying through that difficult time, and I appreciate that.
2: Let me just say this. The, this Heat-Denver series, I actually think, is going to turn out to be very good. I am done thinking Miami just doesn't stack up, doesn't compete. They, they weren't nearly as talented as—I mean, quite frankly, they're not as talented as Milwaukee. They're certainly not as talented a team as Boston. They are nowhere near as talented a team as Denver. I don't think it matters. I think this still goes six games, maybe seven. That's a big take. Which I think would be great. I mean, I'd love to see. I, honestly, I'm rooting for Jimmy Butler so hard now it's ridiculous. He is one of the few guys in the NBA who doesn't flop around like a little girl every time he gets touched. That's he true. He doesn't whine. He can shoot, but doesn't just chuck up the ball all the time. Love that he goes back to the basket, mm-hmm. like his alleged dad, Michael Jordan.
0: Alleged dad? Is that I think You've heard,
2: you've heard the rumors. I've never um, heard that rumor. Defensively, he's as good as it gets. And he's just just a clutch guy overall. So... So I am big on Miami. Now, I, I am. I'm deflated. I don't care about any other sport in the world. I haven't given a crap about baseball in years to actually watch it. Hockey is literally nothing I've ever spoken about in the past decade. Tom, Tom Edward Brady retires, taking my entire fandom of the sport of NFL just out the window. I've got one thing left that I'm clinging to. And it's this young and exciting and vibrant Celtics team with Tatum, who's going to be the next Larry Bird. And Jalen Brown is this unbelievable number two. When you get a home game in Boston. I don't care about anything else today.
0: Sure. Can we not talk about sports then? Maybe just cards in general? Would that be
2: okay? Come on, Mikey. Come on, buddy. I want to be here. Do I you, do. <laughs> I know you do. Go ahead. You have a segment prepared. I let, do I, have let a let segment. Let me finish be- my thought, though. My <laughs> okay. thought, though, is this. With the, with this series, I still think the single best thing that could, that could come out of this. Okay. And I mean, you could argue even throughout the whole playoffs. Joker and Jamal, and especially Joker, obviously winning a title. Like this guy wins a title. It probably solidifies him. Maybe he is already there. Somebody asked a question on ESPN the other day. There was a poll or whatever up. Is he a top 10 center all time right now? I think all time rankings, by the way, the dumbest thing in the history of anything that's ever happened. But everybody has one. But it's just so subjective. You can never actually prove it. Just real quick. Okay. Kareem, Bill, Wilt, Shaq, Hakeem, Moses. David Robinson, there's seven. I'd like to know who else is on that list that I'm forgetting that are like great centers. I'm sure there's one or two. I mean, like Bob Pettit, but like he's he's super old school. Like I'm not going to put him in there. Bill Walton, I mean, had a great peak, but didn't play long enough. I guess my whole point in saying that is the answer is probably already yes. But if this guy wins a ring and has two MVPs, it is interesting to see a guy this young and still in his prime this much be this highly ranked at his position already, all time.
0: My overall question though is if I invest now, which, well, stop
2: there. I wouldn't Should I buy, invest now? I wouldn't buy a single basketball card right now. Not a one. The only thing I think there's any potential growth, room for any potential growth right now, are the unsung guys. Okay. I mean, if you're telling me you're going to go buy Aaron Gordon or MPJ because one of those guys is going to tear it up and go nuts and win. I guess fine, but even then, it's a small window, right? Mm -hmm. Three months from now, if they win, they're still worth more than they are today. If Joker wins, I don't think he's worth as much two months from now as he is today. I just don't even if he wins. No, because it's gonna be this anticipation, this hype, this quick spike. But the market has proven lately, like we're not just gonna overreact because people are now worried about holding the bag. Great, I have a Joker card, but if I can't sell it at the peak. What do I do with it? Well, I guess I hold it. And then no one's transacting with the card and the card value goes down. Same with Jamal Murray, same with Jimmy Butler. Again, so the only person I would even consider buying is if you just have this hunch and you want to throw money at it. I mean, like a Tyler Hero comes to mind. I don't think Tyler Hero is a great player. He's very good. He comes back in game three and plays the hero and has a couple big games and you've loaded up on him coming off an injury. Obviously his market is now down. Fine. Um, You know, bam at a buy of, hey, he goes nuts. Uh, Even, but even like Caleb Martin, I don't think you can buy Caleb Martin stuff right now and think in three months you're safe. So that's, that kind of
0: transitions well into the segment I wanted to talk about, which is when do you buy a card? Because what we seen... Larry Bird's not
2: losing game seven, by the way. You okay. know that. I mean, Please. so you say, but whatever. In Boston. He's old. He would lose right Larry now. Larry Bird could have, could have started for the Celtics <laughs> yesterday.
0: Please. So the, as I was saying before uh, you choose to interrupt every time I start <sighs> speaking about the subject. No, I'm going to cut your mic. Your mic's now cut. So here's what we need to talk about is when to buy a card. The overall issue is that what we've seen, Wimbin Yama, Derek White, Caleb Martin, rookies, prospects, there are different scenarios where these guys are needed to be purchased. And yet you are going to hold the bag in almost every case if you buy right away. You can hear, I, I've uncut your mic now so it's you funny, can say man. it. words over here for the last 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> okay, I'm with you. So what when is it okay to buy a card right you know at the absolute hype and when is it almost always best to wait? Like I mean that would be my opinion. I don't see <laughs> what, what I is the question? Get, I don't even know what you're trying to ask I cannot me. get Give me a my head question. around yep. when it is time when you should be the guy who buys that card when he's going off
2: in the moment cuz there's so many Okay, hang on. You're saying way okay. too much. Let me let me break. When do you buy a guy like when Benyama Let's let's start with him.
0: So Wimbin Yama, the reason he's on here is because he just came out very hot,
2: right? Unbelievably crazy. So when do you buy him? When his market crashes in one to two months. Let things totally settle down. Let the entire offseason of the playoffs kick in. The market will sink inevitably. Mm -hmm. Buy him then. A guy like Caleb Martin, if you haven't bought him yet, same thing. You've got to wait. Even Derek White. There's no market for those guys here in, in three weeks to sell them because... After the fact, and a lot of it too depends on how quickly can you move cards? Are you set up where you have an outlet? I I have a little bit more latitude here, right? Like if I go and load up on Tyler Hero stuff, and he has an amazing game too, Mm -hmm. on one of my live streams, one of my platforms, I can probably sell those cards, right? There's certain guys, card collector too. Ryan can go load up on stuff short term because Ryan can move stuff quickly to a massive audience. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. To the everyday collector, though, if your outlet is like an eBay or something like that, where it's going to take time to list, time for an auction to run, mm-hmm. and then the fear of retribution on the end, oh, all the guys stunk and they lost, I want my money back. Yep. You have to be much more careful and selective. That's why I say right now, there's not a lot of basketball guys I would even buy, except for the unsung hero type guys. And so, At the peak, though? But that's where you have, have to take guys. a
0: complete chance on almost all of those unsung hero guys because they don't really only do anything in value- If they go off all of a sudden, which those going off are so random. No one ever actually knows when that's going to happen. Even
2: like Derek White. Like I looked at his market the other day. There was a couple quick sales after the game winner, but by and large, it wasn't this huge reaction by the market because he's still a fifth option at best on that team. Derek White had
0: almost a, I don't know. I think it's over a hundred percent. He was five seventy five on May seventh. And what, as what are of, we talking about? Oh, I'm sorry, it's prism uh, rookie. So his base 2017 PSA ten. Okay. So, oh, I actually, excuse me. This percentage is absolutely gross. May seventh, five dollars seventy five cents. As of May 29th, yesterday.
2: $40. So 800%. 800%. I right. was looking, actually I was but, looking at another but card. if you look at the volume of sales there, there was a handful, but it's not like there's a ton of guys out there just buying it. Cause again, the majority of the market knows like, cool. Now I have a Derek white card for 40 bucks. Like along with his receding hairline, <laughs> he's the fifth best player on that team on a good night. Yeah. What, what is the point? I always, that's always a question when I get into a card, what is the exit strategy? Whether it's a massive card mm-hmm. or, or a small card, I go out and buy that Willie Mays PSA six rookie. That's extremely expensive. What's my, what's my exit. Maybe the vintage market takes a real spike again in two years. And I've had it for about a year and a half. Now the market is absolutely correct. Maybe something happens to Willie off the field. Anyways, there's this unbelievable spike. Cool. There's my exit. And he's a, a solidified hall of fame legend, top three baseball player of all time. Fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same way I could say though, with my Lucas, uh, not Luca with Zion, I bought a ton of Zion stuff. Cause I was like, you know what? He's always injured. Always you know, consistently his market is down, Yep. but when he comes back, he's going to be a human highlight reel for a month and there will be a chance for me to make an exit. That didn't happen, yep. but that was my strategy getting in. That would have been my exit plan. That question though, what's your exit plan with Derek White? I don't have a rational answer. If, you're, it, if your exit plan is like, oh, well, I just wanted Derek White. God. I've always kind of liked him. Yeah. I liked him coming out of whatever college he played for fine, but if that's the case, just wait two months. Do you that think car- what
0: those sales are? Do you think that's primarily it's guys who are just collectors that no. saw him do well? I think you st- fans.
2: I think you still have guys chasing who are like, hey, I'm going to get on him now because if he wins this series and wins in the finals, 40 becomes 80. I think there's still enough of an element of chase in this hobby mm-hmm. where that's what guys do. But I just think by and large now, there's not a ton. That's why, too, I laugh at all these people who are like, oh, you know, we we joked about a couple weeks ago, guys who sell their picks like this is who you should buy. I don't think there's been anybody who's been all that successful buying the last few, the last year almost at this point. It's a tough market to go out and buy because the market itself is corrected. And the consumers in this market, us card geeks Mm -hmm. are like, no, I I know he had a great game, but I also know in two weeks, no one's going to care. and It's going to drop down again. Why do I want to buy the card now? Wait for it to come in. Maybe it gets delayed in shipping. Then I can't even sell it. Finally, I do sell on eBay. get the fees. It gets returned after I'm stuck with it. That is more rational of a fear. And that's more of a widespread issue than simply go out, buy it, cash in. So I'm a
0: guy who wants a Derek White card. I go to a card show. Is there any way you're using
2: these comps? like As a buyer? Yeah, as a buyer. No, but but as a seller, I'm also like, well, that's what it just sold for, though. Yeah. No, I'd probably give you a hearty discount. Yeah. Hey, 30, forty bucks. You know what? I'll I'll, I'll do thirty. I'll take twenty five percent off. Yeah, sure. But but yeah, that's that's why it's just a weird time to deal with it.
0: Yeah. Um. The same thing goes. Has Caleb that Martin. sold
2: by the way today? Any sales today on that card?
0: Uh, as of today, I don't have today's numbers, so I can
2: look real quick. That, I'd be yeah. shocked to see what that 5 to $40 card is actually, now doing. Yeah, you know what? I am
0: going to double-check real quick. Um, but the same thing with Caleb doing Martin, Doing job, man. The,
2: the only thing with <laughs> Caleb Martin is he's actually still
0: in it, and there's
2: maybe— So Caleb Martin gets interesting, right? That's a guy who's still in the finals. My answer there, though, is sell him today. Just go ahead. Now, the time. Absolutely. By the okay. way, Sunday is the day to list—well, Sunday would have just happened— tonight is the night to do it five-day auction have these cards end sunday night if you're going ebay because it's a five-day auction it ends sunday night which i always love and that is game two okay um that's where i'm
0: at with it i don't see any of his card being sold that's what i mean because yeah. no
2: one's the guys who have them are now like oh it's 40 bucks it really isn't <laughs> and the guys who see those posted are like i know it just went for 40 i'm only gonna offer 10 because it's back to real life
0: here's the issue and in- I don't even know if you even want to answer this question, but we skipped over Yama a little too quick. The issue is that I think there's a lot of uh, mixed feelings for people who are breaking, because if you say wait for a month or two until he comes down because he messed up or whatever the case may be, it hurts any initial sales for the product, right? But I mean, ultimately, that's what we all want. We want the product to do well. Therefore, the hobby does well. But at the same time, realistically, is there, are there many players that come out in a product where you're not better off buying them a month or two down the road?
2: So prospecting is the one area that's always kind of a trendsetter mm-hmm. because guys like Junior Caminero, we haven't talked about yet. He's the number two guy in 2023 Bowman right now. Mm-hmm. He's like 19. He just got promoted yesterday. He is going to be outselling Drew Jones by the end of the month. Had you got in on him early and yes, it was expensive and there was all this hype. Yeah. You would have made money in a month. But
0: that's getting in on a guy and a product who is not hyped.
2: Yes, he was. He's, he was the number two guy starting day one. He was absolutely He was number hyped. two on the prospect list? That's why the raise was so expensive. No, no, no. Not Drew Jones. I'm, I'm talking about- I'm talking about Junior Caminero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Im- unbelievably hyped. He was the number two guy to chase that product for ink. Absolutely. Oh, okay. So that's what I'm saying. He came out with a ton of hype. Okay. He outperformed the hype. That is an exception, not the rule. But with, but with prospecting, that's why I say prospecting is the one area- mm-hmm. We could go, you know, I know he's expensive now, but one promotion, a couple home runs, middle, you know, it gets a little interesting. Yeah. A guy like Victor, because, and again, a lot of this is timing. If you were saying the season starts in three weeks, I think people would still be like, oh man, what, what's he doing? This team looks good in practice. Yeah. Little crap like that would influence people's opinion. But with NBA now. I mean, what are the Spurs going to do in the next three months? It makes me think I need to do anything Go with Victor. Out and buy a
0: spur, yeah,
2: I mean, are they going to make a big trade? Mm-hmm. Maybe, but it doesn't look like they have a ton of assets and things to do that. Not a lot. Not a ton of draft capital. So, in the exact example of Victor Wembanyama, mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, I don't. The only, the only thing here that gets weird though is I still, and again, I wish somebody from the would just come on and talk about this. I still think they're going to announce he is an exclusive with them autographs. If that's the case and there's very limited product out there, which there is right now, Mm -hmm. then it becomes this mad rush of, yeah, those other products that came out three months ago, they've kind of dipped. We need to go back and get that or go back and get those cards. All of a sudden the market spikes again.
0: And I still, I would want to know too, because there's still the question of, even if they are exclusive, does that mean they cannot or they will not sign at all? Because we, like we discussed before basketball, We've seen that before with LeBron only signing for upper deck, but we've never really seen that in a football product before uh, for active
2: player. We're talking basketball
0: still. I know. I no. I'm just saying oh, like okay. in general. Oh yes, so with football. Price, yeah. Correct
2: with football. No, by the way, those Victor Wembenyama autos are still going for fifteen to sixteen hundred dollars. I know. But that's, redemptions,
0: but that's down from like what was it? twenty five to sure. almost three.
2: That's still unbelievable. That means you can go literally and buy eight boxes. <laughs> and there's other guys selling out of that product bowling, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay. So that was kind of the, the general idea. The when to buy. When
0: do you buy? Because there are, I mean, it another is very exa- rare.
2: By the way, another good example of when to buy hype almost always outsells performance. A- and I mean like, okay, NFL season starts the last weekend of August, let's call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would guarantee, and we've seen this already with Burrow, Herbert, Josh Allen, a lot of these guys, despite having great MVP type stretches during the regular season, mm-hmm. they sold higher right before the season started than during the season. I think some of that is market related, but a lot of that is simply hype. Guys are so hyped up about finding the next guy. Yeah, that rationale goes out the window. I
0: my my concern is that where's the warning to those people? Like,
2: or is there a warning? Do you think they already history. know?
0: Do you think they just they're
2: just- the warning is the history? Look at what happens every August. So well, every every June, July, August. Yeah, with NBA stuff. Again, occasionally there's a guy who breaks out and it's phenomenal, but in general established stars who come out mm-hmm. sell higher when there's hype. Well, I was trying to think,
0: too, like, Drew Jones specifically, since he was the most hyped player in this. Now,
2: Drew's interesting because he's been hurt almost the entire time the product's been out, though.
0: So, I was I would have is he expected... Back
2: playing, is he back playing yet, by the way? Do you know?
0: I do not know. Okay, so I thought, was I'll, looking I'll at the... I, I would have expected almost any of his parallels, numbered cards, whatever, to be down from what they were doing. And it may be... I, I, I'm going back what, to May 1st or something right now, the, there was a card of his that sold today, Drew Jones, Bowman Chrome, 2023, gold refractor, out of auto 50, auto, Okay, sold for 3250 as of today. Wait a minute, wait a minute. 3250 $3,250. 3, That's it? So that was my question. This card is actually up from a few days ago, sold for $3,000. Is this like, is this an example of, oh, he's actually going up or was he much higher when this product first came out for that specific card out of 50?
2: That's funny. That's super cheap.
0: It is super cheap. So that's, again, that kind of goes to my point of like, are people getting in on a product? You know what I do love? I see on here, there's an SGC nine because guys, because ha- SGC was is running the special still with the Bowman Chrome. Uh, or I'm sorry, Bowman Draft product for $9 a grade. Someone sent this in and sold it already and made $4,300 uh, on a minute, Wait a minute, wait it. a minute, wait a
2: minute. Hang on. These are retail autos. These are paper, the ones that are selling that cheap, I believe. Let me double check this.
0: The out of 50.
2: Right, but paper has an out of 50 as well.
0: Okay, well, let's, yeah, definitely we want to double check that. Because 3200 because what are you saying it should have been?
2: No, that's Chrome. You're right. This one did 3200 just today, actually. That's what I'm saying. That's wild. I would have thought it was literally, would have thought it was 10 to 15,000. 10 to 15,000. Well, his wow. base card is doing a few hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like his but base
2: auto. Yeah. So, I mean, it is interesting the price. Like his refractor autos are doing five to 600 bucks now. Those are obviously much, much bigger beforehand. Um, I am surprised. So now I'm curious what Junior came Now I got
0: to look. I don't know, man, because I'm looking from May. When did the uh, draft come out?
2: Uh, it's Bowman, but about a month ago. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, Ju- not- By the way, Junior. Is he out- uh, his refract is doing quite a bit less, actually. So, no. So, it was before May 1st. Let me just go back. Because this was. I don't know if that's if it was in April, though. All right. It Maybe
0: doesn't matter. It I'll just. If, if it was in there, it'll pull up. I'm just checking price for Ju- Drew Jones out of 50 for his autos. I don't see any of them that sold for more than. Three thousand. I mean, that's the most expensive ones. Those are the most expensive ones. Those out of 50s, at least through any of the more reputable sites, eBay and other uh, anywhere else where
2: car letter pulls from. So I don't know. At this point, though, it does. He's again, t- I mean, again, that's a guy who's tanked hard. Injury right off the bat. People have lost steam on the product and on him in general. So that makes sense to me that he has come down that far. I am a little surprised how far his low number of color is. Would you say,
0: is. though, the majority of the guys that come out in a product are going to go down in value?
2: Yeah. I mean, in general. After,
0: like, the first week or two.
2: Again, take, us, take out Bowman, Bowman, Chrome, Bowman draft. Okay. And then, yeah, probably. Again, the, the, it's not a yes or no question. What's the timing? Is it a football product that drops on a Wednesday week five of the season? And the guys are like actually playing. Mm-hmm. We see an established market. That's different. If you're asking me like basketball and football products that are, that are going to come out over the next month, two, mm-hmm. three months. Yes. I'd say the majority go down because we're going into the off season of both.
0: But wouldn't, aren't? isn't there sometimes too, where you see a product come out for a sport that's currently in an off season and the fact that there aren't, they aren't playing, it just leads more and more people to like. Have an imagination of oh, they're gonna do great. Oh, this guy's gonna do well. And there's no actual evidence of their performance. And of therefore, that, yeah. there's no reason
2: for it to come down in price. There, there is some of that as well. Again, there's your hype. I mean, yeah. Bowman draft comes out, call it January first. Mm-hmm. Before winter ball is just about wrapped up. Spring ball obviously hasn't started when I mean, the MLB season's four months away. Some of that stuff goes crazy because again, guys like to speculate and hype up thing, hype things up. So sure. Yeah. But it, but there's no one-size-fits-all answer here. That's my pro- My problem
0: is I'm trying to put that all yeah, in trying one to simplify box.
2: It is you just can't. You can't do it. Like even Victor. Right now, those cards are down fifteen to $1,500. His base auto out of Bowman Inception University. Mm-hmm. They were 2500 a week and a half ago. In two months, if you told me that card was $800, i would believe it. Or if you told me, hey, over the next two months, it's announced he's only going to be in two other products this year. And he is a Fanatics exclusive signer, so he won't be signing anything for Panini. Yeah, and those things shot back up to twenty-five to three thousand. I also wouldn't be shocked by that. It's a, again, I hate to say it because it's a boring answer, but a lot of this is case by case basis.
0: I wonder too if that has ever hindered the card market. Is because you can't reliably predict many things about it. I mean, I guess you can. There's there are some things you can, but. I think about like the I because I'm my only other comparison to this would be like stocks, you know, like comparing it to the stock market. And typically you can rely on like, oh, if there's news about this stock or something to promote or say boo about, it's going to go up or down. Sometimes with this, it's like nothing can come out. And all of a sudden there's one word somebody hype. said. I mean, that, but that's what it is. it is. But sometimes that hype like just wears off out of nowhere. Like there's all this hype and then all of a sudden no one said anything. No one did anything and the hype's gone. And now price, no one pays the same that they did a week or two ago
2: to a degree. But I mean, like with the guys we're talking about, there's been a reason why they've dropped. Yeah. But I mean, to the guys we've
0: talked about, yes, but they're also the guys that we haven't talked about. And frankly, maybe they've just, they're just playing average right now that came out in the product. And I would, I'd venture to say that, the majority of the guys that you bought when the product first came out are now selling for less than they did when they first came out. The majority.
2: Um, again, I, I don't know. Maybe. What, what product are we talking about?
0: I mean, specifically, I think just because this one just came out and there's been like, it's been a nice. Bowman? A nice window. Yeah. Bowman with the, the fact that it's a month out, right? So.
2: Are the majority of guys selling cheaper now than they were? I don't know. I don't know about the majority. Really? I mean, again, Michael Arroyo came out selling for nothing for the Mariners. Played mm-hmm. really well for a 10-game stretch. He's up. Okay. Like, I, I, There's a lot of examples like that in Bowman. Though. Bowman's a tough example of that because there is so much going on. I the just also think about the also market is so that, volatile. That one is hyped so much
0: because the prospects are like, oh, who knows what they're going to do? They could do so much. Mm-hmm. And then reality kind of sets in and it's like, oh, well, maybe they're not going to, maybe they didn't just get called up to the majors in the first Few weeks after the product came out, so now I don't believe in it as much. So now I'm going to sell it and get rid of it for a little. less I will than say what too, the other for.
2: the other thing I find irritating about Bowman in particular, there's been a lot of talk lately, like oh, this is actually a bad product. That's why the prices come down. Yeah, Bowman does this every with all three of their major releases. It comes out at a price; it almost always drops for the first two to four weeks, and then we slowly start to see it rebuild as cases are not readily available. Like the fact that Drew Jones has taken a major market hit mm-hmm. is not indicative of it being a bad product. For the one, okay, so yes, Drew Jones is down. Fine. Drew Jones' base auto is still selling for like $400. Yeah. Like, that's pretty good for a raw base sure. auto. Absolutely. That's why I'm saying, like, and then you've got guys like Junior Camonero, Cam Collier, Matt Mervis, who's playing well for the Cubs. There, this is actually a very good Bowman class, but it, all of a sudden, there's been a lot of, like, just talk and the narrative being, well, Drew's bad. He's not a home run hitter. This product is overpriced. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't heard that from a lot of the actual Bowman and Prospect guys. A lot of the guys like myself who've made their bread and butter with Bowman products, I look at this like it's a crazy heavy hitter class. I actually think it's a very good product. I think, I think to your point too of like the scarcity of
0: it, as people more and more are either ripping it, keeping it to hold for a long time. When you get to the point where you cannot readily buy it, obviously you're going to see a price increase. And if the price increases for the wax, I think we are still at a point where Price increasing for the wax is also going to culminate with a single for many of the singles to also increase. I don't know if that's necessarily part or, you know, every, every person in that product is going to go up, but I do think in general, you would see that.
2: It's always connected, right? Somebody goes crazy. Like Drew Jones comes back and has an unbelievable run. His pricing goes way up. Wax will follow. Yeah. Wax pricing gets more scarce. And so the price goes up on those products then yes, again, there's a connection, always a bit of a delay, but there'd be a connection to, oh, we'll start to see singles price rise as well. Yes. Okay.
0: All right. Sorry. I just wanted to get into a little bit of discussion on like because, that because, yeah, somebody somebody else had uh, raised the question, I think over the weekend in a in a chat of like, hey, when when is actually a good time? Because I keep seeing these guys going down and I'm like, you know, that's a good point. And it does depend, I think to your point, it's very, very dependent on, the sport, the person, the time of year. like There's so many factors that go into it. You can't really pinpoint it. Can we go to Mailbag? There's
2: what a bunch about, of different
0: questions today. Did you want to do uh, new releases? Fine. <laughs> uh, new releases. Um, there is one product on here that I didn't even know if you wanted to talk about. I figured we'd shut it out because we do have so many Australian listeners, but 2022 Tops is putting out MBL Basketball, National Basketball League. It's an Australian cool. product. It's like the first one. Uh, just hey, I, thought it was I, interesting. I
2: like it trying to get other markets involved. Good. That's so, kind of what I'm, I thought too. Yep. Yeah.
0: Um, next product, we could go to 2022 Panini Donruss Optic Football Hobby Box comes out as of this Wednesday, 31st tomorrow. How much? Three fifty. It's actually. I thought it was going to be a little cheaper. This one's a little more expensive. They've been doing good on pricing, but not this one's almost six hundred. <laughs> uh,
2: what's the last year? Uh, I can pull it up. One second. Yeah, that one... Uh, I, There's I a great curious. example, by the way. Pull up your pricing for last year. That is a perfect example of a product. I don't know a single card in there you could not buy cheaper in a month. Okay. I mean, that, why? It's, it's, it's an underwhelming rookie class in the staunch offseason. That's not the right word. In the tranches. Okay. I think in this case... In the people, trenches. In the trenches... <laughs> that no, doesn't apply either. Just middle of the off season underwhelming class. Probably a li- what's last year. Almost 1200. That's a good thing. I
0: think too because you're Man, that seeing seems expensive. Well, 600 bucks so interesting. I, the only thing that I I thought could I guess be one of the reasons was that you are now almost done with basketball, right? And if you're not a big baseball guy, football is the next thing coming up. So guys are starting to get into it. I've been seeing more and more no chat in the Facebook group and other places where QBs are topic of consideration and you're seeing prism from last year actually going up in value. What's it? football at- prism? Uh, I think it's seven seventy five right now. Okay. So I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of that would say, okay, a little under $600 for a box of this. Maybe that makes a little bit of Man, sense. I am
2: out of touch. I'll be honest with you. Optic's never been a favorite of mine. I am out of touch with optic pricing. I had no idea it was that expensive. I mean, yeah, overall, it's a very,
0: I've put out a couple polls in the past, like, especially I try and get the Facebook group just because there's so many members of different backgrounds. And a lot of people will say, when you consider what is like your favorite, what's your, uh, I guess, lead product in a certain sport. If I put football, many people have said Optic. So
2: I'll be honest with you, looking at the rest of the year's pricing, half of 21, it's actually not a bad price. Whoa. Yeah, it's actually pretty competitive. Okay.
0: Next. Um, all right, so that comes out as a win today. Next on the docket, oh, uh, 2022-23, Bowman University Chrome Basketball.
2: Yeah, again, it's a, it's Wimbenyam will have autographs in it. I, Caitlin Clark, too, I believe. I think the product's going to struggle a little bit because we're coming off Bowman Inception U as well, and I've seen that one kind of lose interest with some. So. Yep. Uh, pricing 150, 200 bucks a box. Two twenty right now on blowout. I would I would guess that
0: comes down before it goes up. Uh, my question is then: Is the Bowman University Chrome going to well? I was <laughs> never mind. That question is more in line if Wimbenyama actually had autos, but more than likely, right? He's going to have redemptions.
2: I can't he, imagine. He, he that's actually confirmed. He did not make it in the product live. Okay, so yep. then
0: with that being said. What is the more popular card then? The Inception or the Bowman University Chrome?
2: For his auto, I, yeah. I, I would think the Chrome card. I think the Inception is a better looking product. And I would rather rip Inception anyways. For 50 bucks less a box, you get two autos. You get patch autos, mm-hmm. dual autos. I actually like Inception University. But if I'm a singles collector, though. Oh, I've, as a singles guy? Well, again, it depends on what you want, though. I think Inception is a better product and a yeah. better looking product. Patch Autos and Inception are cool. If you're just a Wemby guy, you're probably going after his Bowman Chrome, though. The U. Bowman Chrome U. Okay.
0: Um, all right. So that's 220. Comes out as of Friday. Uh, next on the uh, 2023 Panini Donruss Baseball.
2: Um, Again, we're going to have prospects, guys who were not in the MLBPA when the product was created. Mm-hmm. So Jordan Walker, Anthony Volpe. And you're going to have retired guys. I don't think you're going to have anybody in the active MLBPA in this product. So. Okay. And it's a cheap product already. I think this one's going to really, really struggle. How much is it? Like 120 125
0: yeah. I mean, the fact that you're getting prospects and Hall of Famers
2: for like $120. dollars licensed And there's
0: I, three autos or memorabilia per box.
2: I bet you can get those boxes for 90 bucks in a month. You think so? I, again, we're seeing this major shift now where there's no MLB PA guys in baseball. Okay. It's a weird thing.
0: I I am really curious about this one because I think we've uh, talked about some baseball product in the past where we thought it was going to do, it wasn't going to do as well because it didn't have the same licensing, but it actually infected decently. I just can't remember which one it was, but it was a Panini one. I mean,
2: the high end stuff is still going to do good. Flawless NT, Immaculate Panini Panini 3 and 2 is a good example of that. Don Russ. It's tough. Like that was a cheap one, but you can get all the current rookies and get sure. your throat refractors and different stuff. Now you can't do that. I think it's going to struggle. Okay.
0: Um, next on the, why, why do I keep saying next on the docket? I don't, I don't know why I that's know. in my, have I been watching judge TV? Law and order is a good show though. 2022 panini impeccable basketball hobby comes out on Wednesday tomorrow. Crazy especially 24 hours from uh, now. 1700
2: a box. Two. 2000. Yep. I mean, you can break it. There's some massive chase cards. Get into breaks. Okay. That's about it. I mean, yeah. again, off-season, underwhelming class. But here's the thing. I think we said the same thing about
0: Flawless, right? That that wasn't that. It was just so overpriced, but that's been going flying off the shelves. But not for real people. But I mean, like, who cares if it's real people or not? I mean, there's still people
2: buying it. I I don't think. Again, I think there's the elite hobby guys who are pumping the crap out of it and their list of whale customers who are breaking it regular people don't care about flaw. It's too expensive. Okay. Um 5 autos at least. I mean, who cares, I guess. No, like, I mean, good product, but again, for 2000 yeah. bucks, you're going to buy into a break. You're not touching that. You cannot touch that product for 2 grand as a personal. But
0: here's the thing, there are guys like in your and granted, they're they're buying cases, but there are guys that come into your lives when you're breaking buying full cases of product for over 2 grand, for 3, 4 grand. Okay, so it,
2: let's put it in perspective. You're talking about my buddy Frank. You can buy a personal case of Sterling baseball, which is as high end baseball as it gets, pretty much. Eight cards, one one of one, massive stuff. Or you could get two boxes of this stuff. Sure. I would say eighty percent of those boxes don't have a card worth more than three hundred dollars in them. Okay. Bowman Sterling, uh, top Sterling. Mm-hmm. I mean the Bagwell loan's worth twenty five hundred probably. Your path to ROI is much, much higher in a product like that. That's why yeah. I think again for personals, this one's brutal to me. Breaks, I don't mind it, because there is a high end chase with it.
0: But I mean, I would I'd suspect with a price like that you'd have a higher upside,
2: right? There'd be this is more of a gamble, I would think. I, I guess, but even then, like what's your highest upside? Like what's well, the I mean, best like, impeccable card you're gonna pull out of that? Well, so I don't know about it. I can pull a Ruth best. auto out of
0: Sterling. I don't know about a best, but like uh, Caleb Martin, just for example, because I had pulled this up earlier, out of ninety-nine he was in 2020's Impeccable. And that card just sold for, granted, it was selling for about $100 before he went off. He just went off and now it's selling for like $200. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for a guy like Caleb Martin to sell for a week ago, sell for 70 bucks out of 99, I mean, that's, I would think that's basically nobody.
2: It's a $2,000
0: box though. But my point is, if a nobody's selling for that, but he's not a nobody.
2: Caleb Martin's in the thick of the playoffs. He, is that he a patch is. auto? Uh, yes, it is. It's a nice card. You get a couple of those a box if you're lucky. Okay. like So that's what I mean. So let's go with last year then. Okay. Um, Jalen Green, impeccable. You know, like a guy like him. So, Evan last year. Mobley, impeccable. Like, like what are those? What are the big guys sell sure. for? Sure. Let me look. So, right now,
0: in the last month, you have. Let's see. This would be. Oh, these are all Ronaldo, man.
2: So here, just <laughs> here, I got a couple real quick. So Evan Mobley's base auto out of this, just his base on card auto. It's numbered out of eighty-eight mm-hmm. raw, hundred and fifty to two twenty. That's a top five guy out of last year's class. I pull his autograph. I get ten percent of my money back. Okay. I now, mean, that go- is
0: Steph Curry out of sixty-two from last year's product. How much? Twenty-five
2: hundred. Ooh, I don't believe that for a second. I, mean, I, I wonder if it's just a one-off. Yeah, so Steph Curry, I mean, his J- patch autos did 2,800, numbered one of three. That's what I mean. One numbered to 10 did 2,100. Yeah, but that is like the guy, and that's a premium card out of there. If I pull a premium Trout or Jeter out of, out of Sterling, it's probably going to outsell the entire product, and I have seven other cards left. That's what I mean. For the product, I like it. The upside is not nearly enough. Okay. Like, if because what I'm, I guess my point to that is this: if I'm going to pull one of the best selling players in the league, Steph Curry, and it's a ridiculous auto, right, Mm -hmm. or patch auto, that should, I mean, dude, okay, that's the equivalent of Drew Jones. Drew Jones is the guy in Bowman. Yeah. Bowman hobby right now is call it two seventy five. I pull a gold auto number to fifty. which you have a better auto than pulling this card? Yeah. You've literally just ten x your money. I pull a curry. Wait, do you have a better odd? Because this is significantly well, fewer boxes well, than this. Well, they're numbered to 50, though. This is numbered to. So maybe the yeah. odds, so your odds are even better to pull curry. Okay, even worse then. Curry, though, great, unbelievable case hit. You, mm-hmm. You're going to break even. With, with, with the other one, I just 10X my money. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's just not the connection in resale. So buying
0: a box, I think, to your point, does not make as much sense at all. Oh, absolutely all. Yeah. not.
2: I mean, this is, again, if you want to say, hey, I'm going to grab a sealed case because I'm crazy high on this class and I'm going to sit on it and leave mm-hmm. it sealed. Okay. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like there's other products that come to mind. Top's Dynasty, we talked about 900 to $1,000 a box. I could literally go out and pull a Ken Griffey Jr. premium patch auto. And after fees and everything, I might break even. That's a problem. Yeah. Like it's a real, because you can't base it on like the one of one logo, man. Sure. I can't absolutely. base top Sterling on the Ruth cut. Yes. But I can base it on like a number to five premium Ichiro because that's a big time hit, but it's not. Ichiro, Trout, Jeter, Griffey, number to five, that type of stuff mm-hmm. out of a box. Yeah. A box has costing me a thousand bucks. Those cards are cl- double that just about. It's, I'm yeah. that's why some of these things that's why you got to look at there's there are cases like this and i think impactable is a good one good product this box came out at 800 bucks a whack I'm like, you know what still expensive but go for it this though to me is just you can't like i i had a great unbelievable card mm-hmm. I had a Luka Doncic patch auto that sold for 1900 bucks you're unbelievably excited and then you look and you go yep and i just lost hundreds of dollars <laughs> That's a problem.
0: Sure, So yeah, I can see that. Breaking for sure. it
2: makes sense. You can break them cheap. You know, you can get in and mess around.
0: I do. Yeah, the more I'm looking into it, I think you you could not conceivably invest in this product unless you are buying to hold it. Correct. Like, in the only way to do it
2: right now is a break if you want to actually yeah. get your. And cars. that's why you see too. Again, not to go on a tangent about this, but that's why you see Bowman is such a popular product. Mm-hmm. You could buy the Diamondbacks and the Pyt. I'm going to post up tonight for four hundred dollars crazy expensive. Well, if I hit a base auto, I'm even. In addition, though, if I miss the base auto of Drew Jones and I've bought the most expensive team in the product, the Mm -hmm. Diamondbacks, I'm going to get a number of base cards of him. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get first base cards and maybe even numbered refractors, some color of other guys on the Diamondbacks. If I really take my time and grade it out, and let's say you really strike out, you hit no Drew Jones color, no autographs, but you get your five base chrome cards, you get a couple lunar refractors of the other guys uh, for the Diamondbacks, but nothing besides base with just Drew Jones. Worst case scenario, you grade out correctly, you're probably still going to get 50% of your money back. You just cannot say that about a lot of... That's why when when you see guys who are really dedicated to breaking and they're just like all in... Mm -hmm. I'm not counting the, the donkey gambler because those are the same idiots who are chasing flawless. They're going to be up at a table all night throwing cards and chips around. Sure. That's a different person. Yeah. People who are sustained in this hobby though, hey, I just got, yeah, they're into the products like the Bowmans where there is more than one out than just, hey, I hit a gold auto of of said player. It's, hey, I hit his base. I hit a numbered card. I hit a blue auto of the third prospect there. The graded out is worth 150 bucks. There are options and outs in certain products. Products like impeccable, there are not. Swing big or go home. And even when you swing big, it's really not a home run. Mm, Man, I mean, you're making a really a lot of points. I don't want to be here anymore.
0: I don't like to to compliment you, but you're making a lot of sense. Um, All right, let me see. Optics,
2: though. Hang on. I do want to go back to the optics thing. Optics another product. I don't love optic because of the price. Oh, I take it back. I actually change on that optic for that price is decent as well. Cause think about this too. How many of those rookies and then anything better than a base rookie, a hollow, et cetera. Yes. Are you going to be able to grade out and get again? I don't think it's hard to make 50% of your money back on a crap box of optic. That's a good sign to me. I'll take that chance. Sure. Then if I happen to hit big on an auto, I hit a gold car, whatever. Okay. Bonus money. But there's gotta be this. I want, I want to risk. Like, I want to be able to hit that $10,000 card, mm-hmm. but I can't have it be $10,000 or bust. I want there to be those little back channels. If I can grade this with SGC, I can get this back in a week, sell this one first. I like products that give me some more leeway. So to your point, I don't this want transitions
0: about- into Mailbag, which is our oh, last segment. My. Say it first. Say it first. Mailbag. Say it again, though. Um, no? That it. actually transitioned very well because they're, I put up on uh, Instagram today. What is like? Just leave us your questions. What do you think? Somebody asked this question that I think goes right into what we just discussed, which is, is breaking gambling in certain circumstances? Yes.
2: Thousand percent. That would
0: be these gambling. guys
2: who are going out and ripping personal cases of flawless are buying into hit drafts of flawless at $2,000 a card of the stupid prices. And you're in a room where it's guys yelling and getting all hyped up and juiced and bragging about hits, even though they know you're getting crushed on card prices, no matter what. Yep. Yeah, that's strict. You are literally there for one reason, all or nothing. It's boom or bust. There is no community aspect to it. There is no resale. There is no path to, hey, these are investment cards. These prospects aren't selling for anything yet. I'll hold them. I'll grade them, keep them in a box, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's none of that. It's just, it's, it's some of those products, literally it's a lottery. Yep. They pulled my number out of the ball or they didn't. Yeah.
0: Um, Hobby PhD, thank you, man. He actually has a separate question, which I also think is, is a pretty doctor? good. He I think yes, yes, absolutely he is a surgeon. Uh, how do you feel about sports card gamification? He references the home run challenge, which I had to actually look up to see how that worked, but it it's the one that Top's put out where essentially you pull um Mike one Trout. of the cards, you Mike Trout. Mike Trout, sure. Okay. You uh, um you call your shot as far as. What game he hits a home run. What right? game he, he hits the home run. I love in. it. And then you get a card if you're accurate. Either way, you get Fantastic. to win a trip to uh, the home run derby.
2: Overall, though, the gamification aspect. Yeah, it's great. Why not?
0: I think exactly. this Don't is overdo exactly it. What uh, the only thing I can think of is like the Panini NFTs have been doing for a little while and maybe even more so lately. Panini NFTs did these challenges and they still do where you collect certain cards and if you get them all within a certain period, you get. Another card. Mm -hmm. Well, even more so recently for the average collector, they've been doing this with physical prizes. So now you get, you know, trips to to the draft or you go to the game or you get a physical card for collecting these certain NFT ones. I cannot see a world where you don't continue to see this more and more, both from Fanatics and from Panini. I think this is going to be something that you have to do to get more people into the hobby to get more Agreed. people uh, excited.
2: Especially young guys, by the way. You want to get like exactly. 12-year-olds yes. engaged? Give yep. them something to chase. That's why fantasy football is engaging for people. Next um, question.
0: Next question. Rosie TGMC says, is Mike excited about Royce Lewis playing well?
2: Yeah, he's another guy. Now Royce So was bunk, by the way. Shout out Jeffrey. Um, <laughs> yeah, Royce. So we, me and you were talking about him before the game. Mm-hmm. Royce has been injured. His whole career, I feel like he's been played by injury. He's a 20- uh, 2017 17. Bowman draft first. Uh, he was the guy. He was the number one chase net product. Joe Adele ended up being for a while because he was an SP. But for a base auto, Royce was the number one selling guy and then just plagued with injuries for years. Uh, he came up in 21 a little bit. He was a rookie in everything 22. Dirt cheap, by the way. Like his 2022 stuff is so cheap right now. I actually think it's probably a good buy because, again, coming off an injury now, first game was Sun. Ah, uh, he played last night or Sunday? Doesn't matter. He's only played one game. He went two for five, a home run and four RBI. Guys who have been following Royce say the same thing. Talented player, sky's the limit, can't stay healthy. Yeah. So you just got to be able to take the wins with him. If you want to go out and buy him now, great. But I wouldn't hold out and be like, oh, in six months. I think to me, it's like, hey, I'm going to go out and buy him now. And as soon as I see movement, I'm selling because there's always that fear of injury. But yeah, he's a great, another one of those, I can't, in 2022 is a stupid good class for now. Julio's heating up a little bit finally. 2022, though, so many top-end guys, Julio, Wander, Witt, Torkelson, some of them struggle, I understand. Royce was largely forgotten because of the class and because of his injuries. Uh, Next, Tyler Lee, 23, says, is
0: the Wimby Sports Illustrated for Kids card worth a hold or sell immediately?
2: I think it's a sell. You talked about this card. I just don't, I just can't see the desire for this card long-term.
0: I don't, I would have thought it would have already dropped off with the actual Wimby autos coming out, but the fact that it didn't, and there were still sales going on at values that were, I don't know. I think it was like 1200 or more. Uh, It seems like it's still holding value for now. Uh, John Holmes 12 wants to know who would you rather hang out with? This is John Holmes. I don't know if you've listened to a ton of the show. He says Jerry Seinfeld or Chandler Bing from friends.
2: Here's the only thing. Do you even
0: know who Chandler Bing is? Yeah, I know Chandler.
2: Okay. It's uh, what's his name in real life, Matthew. Uh, Perry. Here's the only thing. Seinfeld's a jerk in real life. Is he? He's always like a jerk to the paparazzi. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, some people could say some people are sarcastic in real life, and they're not actual jerks. Okay. I'm not saying I know anybody like that.
2: (laughs) Okay. I'm deciding to answer an email now. (laughs) Um, I
0: obviously Jerry Seinfeld, I think, but here's the thing. Chandler Bing was kind of like the only guy I cared about on that show. I'm not a big friends guy, but he was very funny depending on what stage in his drug uh, addiction he was in. So (laughs) sometimes he was funny. Sometimes he was sad. Uh, PLB cards wants to know how many days does the average person need to attend the national? We're going to be talking more about the nationals. We get closer, but three Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
2: Uh, Thursday,
0: Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Okay. I mean,
2: Thursday's Sunday, if you can't, but Thursday, I, like, I don't know how big of a day that is though, right? Day. You can get in there and see a lot of stuff. But Sunday is good. Early tickets, right? Yeah, probably. But a lot of guys Sunday pack up early. It's the issue. But that's also a good day to get in and can get deals. Be. It can be. Right.
0: But either way, Friday and Saturday, for sure. We're good to do. Good. All so right. All I can say. Cut, uh, cuts cards. Wants to know how does this loss impact Tatum JB, uh, do the Celtics look other directions?
2: I think they might trade to uh, maybe I could see them doing absolutely nothing mm-hmm. because on one side you could say, yeah, Joe Missoula looked too, too small for the moment at times. I would argue, okay, again, devil's advocate. He's a first year head coach coming off a tumultuous off season with Uday, uh, Adoka and whatever happened with him. I still don't really know what happened with that whole scandal. This dude stepped in last minute, just led his team to game seven of the Eastern conference finals. It's a pretty impressive run. I don't care about anything else. If you just look at the facts there, pretty impressive. Flip side, you could say, hey, they got lucky because they had such a talented team and they had an easy path to the finals, which I do think they did, all things considered. He didn't live up to his potential. And so we're going to move head coaches and we're going to try to move Jalen Brown, who seems at times to be discontent. The other thing though, too, is you cannot give him a super max. I know he qualifies for it now. I got to look into this a little bit more, Mm -hmm. but that is going to dictate some of what they do as well.
0: Um, question from, ooh, PCI and Nerva. I don't know. Um, he says, am I crazy for thinking PSA nine graded cards
2: are wildly undervalued? Just depends. We've talked about this a bunch of times too, right? A PSA nine does 50 and a PSA 10 does 500. Well, something's off for, for modern, by the way, I'm not talking about vintage rookies. Then yeah, something's off. Is a 10 overvalued? Is the nine undervalued? There's examples of both. though. So you have to be very selective in general. That is not just a rule though. No. I don't know if
0: this is any real basis, but it's just something that I've personally noticed is that when there's news that comes out where you're like, oh, you would think that moved the needle on his PSA 10 and it really didn't, check the nine. A lot of times the nine will do something, whereas there's something that does affect the 10, it doesn't affect the nine as much. It's like, guys, if it's going to affect the 10, they'd rather go and get the 10 or sell it or buy it, whether whatever the case may be. But if it's smaller news and you think like, oh, well, it didn't affect the 10, Check the nine. It's so weird. Um, I'll tell you what
2: card I do think actually universally is undervalued the SGC 9.5. Oh, because guys don't 100%. know what to do with it. I yeah. think that is the most across the board, most undervalued card in, in grading right yeah, now. Yeah, guys
0: are confused by it, I think. Um, the perfect cereal wants to know thoughts on custom cards.
2: Oh, I thought that was a question. Sorry.
0: Cocoa Puffs? I love Cocoa Puffs. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, bro. Or Fruity Pebbles, honestly.
2: Oh, disgusting. You probably, you probably eat fruity pebbles while you're watching Friends. The like <laughs> crap cereal, crap show, hanging out with Chandler Bing doing God
0: knows what. Stop calling me a Friends fan. I'm not. Loves the show. I know a lot of people that listen love Friends. That's fine. Thoughts on custom sports cards? Seems like more are getting official license
2: deals. I didn't know that was I I didn't know I what others that. have gotten licensed. To. I have some. I mean, I've got the Happy Gilmore flawless custom card on the. You were with me when I bought that, right? Yes. Yeah. Awesome card. Love it. Do I think it's ever going to boom at any point? Of course not. You can make them whenever you want. But if they're done right, I think they're pretty cool. Matter of fact, you know what is interesting to me, though? So those are like – Next obviously, question. <laughs> yep. Uh, facsimile autos, facsimile whatever they call it. So fake autos on it. Sure. like in the patch, of course, is not related to anything. That sort of custom stuff, it's like, eh. Russ, though, my brother, this mm-hmm. was pretty cool. He just had this done recently. He had like a placard, a 5 by 7 It's the yellow – the sports guys will know what I'm talking about. It's like the – um. It's a Hall of Fame plaque, like, but it's like a cardboard uh, almost like a postcard okay. of the Hall of Fame plaque in Cooperstown. and it's the the uh, metal head, the bust of, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe man, I think he just did this with his Joe Dimaggio, I think. okay. Dimaggio autographed that piece of uh, of paper, the cardboard or whatever. Uh-huh. He sent it into one of these custom guys, though. The guy cut it up and made, and it almost looks like a flawless card. So it's a cut auto, but it's real, and he made a custom card around it. Oh, that's kind he of cool. He can then send that in to somebody to authenticate the auto. They want to authenticate the card, obviously. Sure. I could see that, again, this is not a mark. It's going to take off anytime in the next six months, a year, two years, maybe never. But I could see that being a thing. Hey, I've got a cut auto on a random item. Yeah, But if I can have a guy make a nice card around it, I'm in on something like that.
0: I would hope that if, I just want the hobby to accept that more because I love some of these custom ones. Granted, I think what's cool too is that a custom card like that, you're not going to see just a ton of them. Even granted, you're not going to see the same one twice, more than likely, but you're not going to see a ton of them because it takes time and effort to make them.
2: It's not cheap either. I think exactly. I, th- I think that cost him like a hundred dollars to do. So I don't know. I, f- I feel like if as the hobby it cust- accepted it, it's a like custom could... framing.
0: But then so that's my point. Like custom framing costs extra. There should be a little premium to it. Um, next card. a couple more. I gotta get out of here. Drake's PC wants to know vaults. How can we demand better from them in terms of fulfillment times?
2: So uh, I'm going to say this, not a sponsor of the show. Everybody breathe. They are sponsoring the app. I just started using arena club for the vaulting in the marketplace. I'll be honest. I've made one transaction on there so far. They got my showroom posted up and they've been pretty quick. Now granted they are smaller right now. I've done pretty well on that one. I've never used another vault service in my life, though, so I have no idea.
0: I think PWCC, a lot of guys have said a lot of good things. Other than recently, originally. they said there were... Well, I mean, I wouldn't even say originally. Other than the last few weeks, which obviously sure. there are things going on in the background, there have been delays. Why do you roll your
2: eyes man? What's going on here? Off oh, air. No, I'll just say it on air. What's up? No, off oh, air. Okay. We're not... Okay. Just asking. You gave me a look. i like to know what's going on. Off oh, air. It, I it's I'm, not, not talking, I'm not mad at you. I'm, I'm not, not talking off air, now. <laughs> yes, you will. You have to I'm leaving.
0: You don't have to say anything. Bright Guy Sports. Bye. What is Jesse and Mike's, if applicable, favorite Pokemon? No. Nope. Do you have a favorite Pokemon? Do you care at all?
2: Freaking flying grasshoppers! What am I supposed to do with that?
0: They have names, okay? Chuchu,
2: dude, Sheep- co- sheepa doodle. I think
0: you are so close in Chuchu. I think there's a one of very close. Uh, Frigley poo. Right after my parents divorced, my mom got me and my brother a Game Boy Color. <laughs> Stop it! And your parents are divorced too, and yours was a much uglier divorce. Okay, so they did it right. Not like your parents were like want to be best friends after you weirdos. <laughs> How old are we that we are oh. yelling? Okay. Anyway, you Game wanna... Boy Color got the game, uh, the red Pokemon. My brother got the blue Pokemon Game Boy game, and therefore I have to be Charizard all the way, one hundred percent. So Last there you question. go. Is that good? No. What would be good is if you don't cut me off while I'm still talking, you donkey. Oh, sorry. You're the donkey of the week.
2: My brother likes the blue. The, and I like the red. The Pokemon. And my my parents got divorced. So I played with Charizard to, to cope with my feelings.
0: I hate you so much. <laughs>
2: just, just hate you
0: so yeah, much. Sorry
2: I cut that off, man. It's like interrupting <sighs> freaking Sir Isaac Newton hey, over there. Hey, Carlos, go back and just cut
0: everything Mike said <laughs> this whole episode. Just me stuttering through. Even when he asked me a question, Ooh. just cut it. <laughs> yeah, just cut it all.
2: Um, last... Carlos, Carlos gave up on this a while no, ago. Yeah, after he
0: saw that we were talking soccer in the opening. Uh, last question. Uh, that one's not good. Let's see. Oh, good. Uh, oh, i Irish name. Korean 12. That's his name. I'm just reading his name. He says, with Panini losing their licensing, how will this impact redeemed redemptions?
2: I've actually. Hang on. Hang on. Unredeemed. Why would it affect redeemed redemptions? I got to think he means unredeemed. but yes. It is interesting what I don't have any idea of the legality of it, but it would scare the crap out of me.
0: Here's my thinking on it. I think of it as like, say, a life insurance policy that's lapsed. If you were covered at the time when it was in force, it still holds true. It's not like Panini's going out of business. It's, they're just losing that license. They're still going to be. So I think like they would still have the responsibility to go after those signatures that they needed for that
2: card. But I don't know if they can. Because they can make the
0: card. That's not the hard part. The it's, card is, the hard part is getting the signature. And they I,
2: already are struggling to fulfill these things. I mean, that's just, my, that's them, just my
0: thought process. Yeah. I, again, this is one of those things Mike and I talked about beforehand. We really do want to get someone who knows about the PA agreements across the like, three Absolutely. major sports. That would be amazing. amazing. If anybody knows anybody. Yeah, it's
2: amazing. Nobody from either one of these
0: companies will come on and talk to us about this. I wonder if there's something that they, they are purposely not saying because they want to keep things okay, close to the best. not saying
2: anything. Knowing um, the crap out of me.
0: Last question. Oh Slab Grabs 82 Cards wants to know, what flavor would those Jimmy Deans be? Sage sausage, obviously. Oh, I thought summer. No, sage. Because you're sweaty. Okay. You don't have to sweat in the summer. I use a lot of air conditioning. You do sweat in the summer, though. So? I sweat in the winter. <laughs> Four seasons sausage. Is that a flavor? You all know right. what is wrong with you? Your hair's thinning, and you got a red dot on your nose. Let's name other physical flaws. I've had that red dot laser twice, it hasn't it? Yeah, it's not helping at all, bro. Can call call me Rudolph. Much. You look like an idiot. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that last one.
2: Huh. <laughs> I mean,
0: Seem like you've it just it. been throwing a lot of insults this way. I just felt like I needed to fire back. So, so. we hung
2: out yesterday, had a nice time. We Today did, you've come really in nice. just extremely sensitive. What changed? I am, I'm not extremely what sensitive Sam, at all. No, that's, I can tell by that response you're not. What did Sam do to you last? Like, did something happen yesterday or this morning? First off, I don't bring my wife into these conversations. No, you bring her on the podcast. We can't bring her up the conversation. <laughs> you know what, Michael? What happened here? Talk There's to me. There's nothing
0: wrong. You are starting something that was not there to begin Let's with. Let's talk about it. It's okay. I've always told you this is a
2: safe space. This is sports cards nonsense brought to you by the rare powered from just by being, Spotify. Aside from just being your co-host, this I am also your friend. was your Tuesday special show. You can talk to me. On Thursday, we'll be back. Is everything okay with your child?